hilarious. Yeah, we'll do the broadcast. And today's open mics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah if you're headed to San Mateo, that would be hilarious <laughs> to do an open mic. Yeah, I would suggest doing Pepper Tree first and then going to Woodham's. Yeah. You know, and instead of, uh, you know, precipitation, we want, yeah. you can say, oh, the audience is very good. Yeah, There's yeah, no hecklers. Yeah, kind of yes. appearing on the screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Totally. That, yeah. Would, that would be an be awesome local, thing. Uh, open mic broadcaster. That yeah. would be really cool. Yeah. So I think we're online now. We're broadcasting to everyone. Okay. And Do we have any haters yet? Because uh, that's kind of what I was going oh, let for. Me bring, yeah, let's bring up yeah. uh, Facebook. Because yeah, I listened to that Sean episode, and I was like, I, I, I got to outdo him in the number of yeah. haters that we get. <laughs> that's really what I'm going for. You know what? Yeah. This is so sad. This is pathetic. I'm using all these things, but I don't really know how to monitor them. Oh, you know what I can do? I think I can bring up chat. Um, but that doesn't, the chat feed, sweet. Here we are. Has your name right and everything. Am yeah. I making sense? Ashwin Bala. Any listener questions? No listener questions Are we yet. Taking some calls. <laughs> I could, I could do that. Yeah. I've been thinking about throwing out the Google number, but <laughs> the the end result is just this. Put out my personal phone number. You know. Great so idea. Just go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Ash, Ashwin yeah. will be answering I'm all questions. Please text me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me something. <laughs> yeah. I want to talk to somebody, anybody. Yeah. So our last one, I I think this is a much needed redo, okay. because our last yeah, yeah, podcast, yeah. I kind of I didn't do. As per usual, I didn't yeah. do the best planning, and so I went to... It was to open market style. It was open market style, and yeah. I, I fucking showed up with this mixer board and just posted up. Yeah. And I think we got maybe 20 minutes in, maybe. and some bouncer yeah. came by and said... The place is closing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I actually think he came well over played, and said, McCarran. your podcast is not going well. <laughs> the place was open for like another two hours, and he just came over, and he was it, like... You know, I've been it, listening to it. I've been following you on SoundCloud, and it's uh, it's purely yeah, you it, need to stop. Yeah, and we were trying to look for a high point, but it was mostly <laughs> just dips. So he was just like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna save this." Yeah, so we were saved by the bouncer. But, it was uh, it was one no, of those that things was enjoyable still. Yeah, it was one of those things where just when we thought we'd hit the bottom, yeah, it just kept going. Yeah, yeah, and then eventually someone had to call yeah. it. It was like a ref in a fight. Yeah, please don't go out and seek out that episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> That was hilarious, and that was such horrible planning on my part. Yeah. I can't believe I did that. Yeah, but, but anyway. You were, you were going all over the place, right? You were, dude. You were doing uh, yeah. in vans. Now we're in your garage, but I thought <laughs> I heard in a previous episode. I, I, 100%. I wish I, I wish I did the van. 100%. It, even worse, it was a truck. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it just said, It was a roving podcasting truck. Okay, yeah. Ice cream truck or uh, hollowed out. Uh, Bus truck hollow. It was just a Chevy fifteen hundred. Okay, straight up. I did have a camper cab on it though. Okay, cool. But the podcast was just inside the cab. Yeah, just as creepy as you can get. <laughs> yeah, guys, let's go talk in my truck. This is a nice. It's a black truck. From that. Yeah. Well, this kind of has this set kind of has a, yeah, a this snuff has got film. a Unabomber type <laughs> feel to it. It's it's much safer in here. There's like <laughs> yeah yeah. There's like an unfinished plane. <laughs> I'm ready to fly. That's a terrorist plane, a terrorist yeah. mock-up. Yeah, yeah. To fly into the side of buildings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. So I wanted to ask you. You did yeah. a showcase at Hollister. I've done. I um, did. Yeah. I've done Johnny before. How did that go? Uh, I think it went well. I just um, I'm pretty hard on myself most of the time. And okay. I, and I give more weight to the uh the dips and the lulls in a yeah. set. I did a. Pete gave me like an eight minute set, and he was just like, "If you want to keep going, yeah." You know, keep running. Yeah. And if you're, you know, bombing or something, I'll I'll light you again. Okay. Um. But 
I ended up doing like a 12 minute set. God damn. And I was just pulling out material from, I'm sure you've heard it many yeah, yeah. times from previous open mics. And I was just, just keep them going. And, uh, yeah. you know, you have those jokes that like hit harder. Yeah. Right. And, uh, that becomes your bar for that set. You're like, Oh, oh yeah, this right. is, you oh, want everything is. to be that. Like exactly. That. So you're yeah. like, Oh, this is how much this room can give. Cause like sometimes oh. you can tell in a room. Yeah. Um, and then you see a comic go up after you, and you're like, oh, there's that guy, a lot more. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're like, that guy just had only a high notes. So yeah. Like, so I kind of grade each like bit on that kind of scale. Okay. And so I kind of noticed, all right, I'm kind of losing them here. And then you kind of have to up the energy. Yeah. But um, the one thing that I'm happy about is that I have a tendency to kind of uh, shrink inwards during like kind of like uh. s- during uh, bits that don't go so well. Yeah. Where I'm just like, oh, this one's kind of all right, this is not connecting with them. And I just kind of get a little quieter and like, oh, just not as interesting. performative and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But this time I was kind of like, all right, this is, I don't care if uh, this material doesn't connect with you guys. I'm like, saying it with as much energy as I And got. as much conviction. Okay. That like, they can't, and often what I found is that most audiences can't tell when you're like doing bad as yeah. at a showcase type. Right. Um, unless you're like really bombing horribly. Yeah. But like at open mics, you kind of have this, uh, the sense of like, all right, I'm not getting any laughs. I'm just bombing. But at a showcase, like it's much harder to bomb, like really hard at a showcase. Well, there's primed comedy audiences and there's unprimed. Yeah. And we do all our workouts on unprimed audience members. I'm going to adjust my headset because I feel like it's slipping off. Okay. Yeah. No problem. It's a very disobedient uh, headset. I have to smack it around from time to time. Yeah, yeah um, I I know exactly what you mean because yeah. uh, I think I heard someone say that. I, I say this that um, when you start in comedy, you're put in rooms that you absolutely have no ability to handle. Yeah, and you're expected to learn. Oh yeah, and then as you get better, the audiences actually get easier. Yeah. So yeah. this is the. W- not maybe not the one, but this is the one of a few crafts where you start off on the hardest level, yes, and work your way to easier levels. Yeah, and I think the hard levels keep out people who are uh, maybe not fit for oh, the yeah. rest of the grind. If you aren't comfortable yeah. with eating shit on a regular basis, yeah, it's like in college where they call them like weeder courses, where it's just like oh, this yeah, is yeah. so fucking difficult that yeah. if you can't take this class, you shouldn't do this major yeah. type situation. So. And I went to go into going into Hollister thinking like, oh, I don't know if that's uh, I'm going to connect with that particular crowd. Yeah, it's like it's not like Frascati or something where yeah. it's like uh, college students, people closer to my age, and yeah. kind of like. So, even being in that room, I was like, oh, this might not go well. But I with, psyched myself out in that. Yeah, room. with those expectations, yeah. I think it's still I was still managed to have a pretty decent set, so nice. I was happy about that. Yeah. How did your experience go? Because you did um, it like a month ago or something. Yeah, I don't think I think I did ten minutes yeah. at most, and I was dying. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think. Um, I mean, I was seeing some smiles out there, yeah, and yeah. Then, you know, anytime you do showcase where they don't get a lot of comedy or they're not see people, the audiences at open mics, they're just like it's not even a big deal to them. They're just annoyed. They're like, okay, you better make me laugh or I'm not going to listen, right? Yeah. So uh, in those scenarios, they're very numb to everything. Yeah. But at at least at Johnny's afterwards, I had a couple people come up and say, hey, I like that, that good set. But I I go, really? Yeah. (laughs) Because I didn't have a lot of people Yeah, but don't like uh, walk them out of the compliment. Go Right, no, I don't. I don't. But then I go, I'll usually just do, I just go, oh, thanks. But in my head, I'm, I'm going, well, what? 
what set were you watching? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I was I thought I was doing horrible, but then like you, I try I try to I try to stand strong. Yeah. Even when I know I'm not seeing any like even if I see smiles, I kind of feel, okay, all right. Yeah. Something's happening here. But if I just see people like this with, you know, just a face like looking at me like, okay, when? When? Yeah. Then I just assume I'm bombing and I and I am. Yeah, yeah. And I saw a lot of that at Johnny's. Yeah. And so uh I got out right like he flashed it. He gave me the light and it was like within 40 seconds. I was I just did a quick yeah. you know, a quick joke to get out of there. Um and it it didn't feel good. And then of course I forget who else was on the card uh that night. It was I know Faco went up cuz I carpooled with him. Faco got a lot out of the room. Yeah. To your point like other comics will go and get yeah, a yeah. lot out of the room. And then um you can the learn closer. a lot from those kind of experiences and watching those people and just seeing oh, yeah, yeah. what they do with the room. Because I think a, a lot of times some comedians will get very like defeatist with things like, oh, this room is just not paying attention. Oh, this that's the worst just, attitude, yeah. But then you see you know, someone like Falco, yeah, to yeah. your point, who will just go in there and he just has his energy and he'll yeah. just get everyone kind of vibing on his energy 100%. and kind of just like, yeah. all right, you know, riffing in this way. And, and then once they have... He has them listening. Then he can go into his like material. Yeah, yeah. So and also Johnny Kill. Who who headlined? Um, um it was Jeff Serve. Oh, okay. I don't know if I'm yeah, saying his last be, name wrong. Yeah, he would be perfect for yeah, that. Yeah, he room did like too, 20 right? minutes. He crushed. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. He would be really good for that room. Yeah, Johnny crushed that room, and yeah. and the and the clientele even got more like when he went up. I go, I'm so glad I'm not going up right now because yeah, they yeah. would eat me alive. Yeah, yeah. I think I was happy with where I was in the line. Yeah, yeah. So I was like. <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna. I'm not a headliner <laughs> act now. I'm, I'm yeah. feel comfortable being like, all right, this is a nice, uh, you know, appetizer before you get to the rest of the. the yeah, meal. yeah, but yeah. If you if you came to see me, I, I don't think you'd go home feeling like, well, Man, that guy. And I think the uh, the people who are hanging out there, it gets a little more salt to the earth. Yeah, yeah as yeah. the evening goes Very on. Blue collar. It's it is a uh, biker bar. Yes. So it's not exactly. I mean, like I like an OG biker bar. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. one of the original. Did you see that um, plaque in the back? Yeah, yeah. They have like a long like timeline of like different yeah. historical points in the the bar's yeah. history, and just like and in the bathroom, it's like uh, you know we don't accept like you know drug distribution on our premises and yeah like, you know the, you don't see that sign at Friscotti's. <laughs> uh, that's all i'm saying <laughs> yeah a little different yeah 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 there was another um oh you know what before i forget about the topic you said about you you were glad in your place in in your in the yeah. lineup like when you think about um hold on here i'm all tangled up yeah just a minute when you think about comedy in those terms yeah. that when there's a lineup yeah everyone has a job to do Everyone has a job, and uh, and you aren't necessarily at the pl- at the area we're at in yeah. our career. Yeah, yeah, it's not our job to crush. No, no, it's our job to be mildly interesting and yeah. mildly entertaining, and just carry the show forward and yes. create the um, because like you know when you go into a room, it's a cold room. They're not yeah. necessarily even if they're there for comedy, yeah. they're not exactly primed for like this yes. format of like. All right, there's going to be a guy. He's going to go up on stage. He's going to have these premises. He's going to do yeah. these jokes because that's a very unnatural thing to be doing. Because right. like whenever you whenever you experience humor in real life, it's just in conversations. No yeah. one's like, "All right, Matthew, I'm gonna I'm gonna start doing jokes for you." Yes. You know, I got a type five ready for yeah. you. <laughs> like, so the audience is not prepared for yeah. that. So like, you have your host who kind of like you know gets the energy up. Yeah. Because, you know, people are coming from work and like yeah. whatever they're coming from. So they need to be ready for 
listening to jokes, and then you have your, you know, you have your first first dude and your second person. They kind of like keep the show going and yeah. the energy going. Yeah. Um. So that when people are ready to hear the headliner, who, yes. who is probably the funniest person in the room, right? They really get the laughs out of the room because right. everyone is paying attention to yes. this person and they know that oh they're going to be telling jokes for the next twenty minutes or whatever. Right. So yeah. 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 Each person has their little uh, specialization, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and once that kind of sinks in, it made the notion of the showcase a lot more relax. Not relaxing. I still get yeah. get anxious, but I just go up and I go. You know, the, the last one I did over at Tommy T's, they just wanted five minutes. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like, You can do five minutes. I, yeah, Anyone five minutes. Five I could minutes. just go in there yeah, high yeah. energy for five minutes, and, like, even if every joke fails, I could literally just, it's no big deal. I could yeah, keep yeah. the same energy. Yeah. Now, if I go in and I'm and I'm um, expected to do 12 to 15, and then I'm bombing eight minutes in, Yeah. that next four minutes or whatever. Yeah. Woof. Oh, it's rough. Yeah, it's gonna be very rough. Yeah, time uh, stops in those moments. Time stops. Yeah, but even if it's five minutes, I do realize like uh, the despair you feel afterwards that that could go on for ages. It where could you go feel, on for a little bit. Where you feel like, oh man, I forgot to do that joke, or I flubbed that line, I forgot those tags. All the or, time. Uh, the worst I have is like I'll have a a decent set, uh-huh. but I'll finish, I'll close week, and it'll be like, oh. God damn! Like if I just cut it off at that last joke, yeah, it would have been four minutes or whatever. But I would have felt good about it. But then I have that last joke that I'm just trying to work on or just do, yeah. and then you're like, Oh, that just didn't connect. And then that's the thing that you think about for the rest of the day. Well, the I've had what I thought were solid closers, yeah. where I'm doing what I would perceive to be decent in a room, yeah. And then I go, okay, I get the light. I'm doing, a l- I finish up one bit and then I go, okay, I got this 30 second thing. Yeah. It usually works. Yeah. yeah. And then I do it and it's, oh no, air yeah. out of the tire. <laughs> and I go, oh man. So let me ask your opinion. Cause you talked yeah. about working on something. So where do yeah. you put the work in your set? I usually you know, try and stuff it in nooks and crannies in between, uh, I guess bits that yeah, I have. Yeah. And then, like, if I don't have a transition from one bit to the other, I'll stuff in a little something I'm working on. How about you? What's your theory on that? That's definitely something I'm still trying to figure out because I realized what I've been doing, like, you know, the first few months I was doing it or the first year I was doing it, um, I was just trying everything. Um, early on, I was just doing completely new material every single time, like every so week. So many people did that. Every week I yeah. was like, well, this feels awkward to be doing. Because I think what you're trained by is, like, the other scenarios that you're being funny in, which is like, you know, if you're with a group of friends and you tell a funny joke, it's yes. not like you say that joke every every week you guys hang out. It was just a spur of the moment it thing. It came to you thing. out of the thin air. And if you got a laugh, you're like, all right, I'm going to yeah. move on from that then. I'm yeah, going to move yeah, on yeah. from the, this thing. So early on, I was just doing new material every time. And then yeah. I realized the jokes maybe get a laugh here or there, yeah. but they weren't very strong and they could definitely use some more work and more oh, tags and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's when I started like repeating jokes over and over again in sets. And you kind of do the lineup of like, you know, there's different comedy advice out there of yeah. like, you should open with your, your strongest joke. And then right. like, uh, then you do your like weakest jokes in between and then close with your second strongest. Or some people say the other way around of like, yeah. open with your second strongest joke. Yeah. Just so that people are like, put at ease that right okay this okay. guy's funny all right yeah, he knows like, how to drive a car yes we're not yeah. gonna die exactly exactly <laughs> this this <laughs> yeah. flight instructor has gotten yeah, yeah. some mileage before right. he's taking us up in the air 
before he starts doing the loop the yeah. loops and stuff. So like I think that puts people at ease. That's what I found is like you, you do have to open with something that you at least feel confident talking about. Nine out of ten doctors approve of this joke. Yes, exactly. Yeah. But there are times where you open with something that's um that's like the new material. Uh-huh. And and I for me it takes me a while to like think about where jokes are going because I don't have a very like structured format. Like it's mm. not like word for word, it sounds the exact same every okay. time I do it. Yeah. Kind of have like, all right, this is how it starts. This is where the first punchline is, this is where the yeah, tags yeah. are. And you kind of get to them, you meander to that point right. in different ways each yeah, time because yeah. i really try to keep it like more conversational in mm-hmm. my in my sets so you kind of um it, it takes some time to get to that first punchline yeah. and You're if telling the, a story yeah and if yeah. the audience is like oh i don't i don't think he's funny or i don't think he feels confident being on stage yeah they start getting uncomfortable yeah. and and then you start going to material that you were like oh this this worked before right even that doesn't work and then right. it's just this, this losing battle of like oh i can't i can't get them back on my they side smelled blood maybe yeah and and then i can't really see like gauge whether that material was good at all because yeah. it was just like oh well it was in the wrong test conditions yeah so it helps that you kind of have something that works as right. a gauge of like okay so that's that's the barometer of like that's a funny joke. Yeah. Um. Now let's try this new material. And often you can you can hear, um, within your own set, but also watching other comedians, like you can tell that's the new stuff because it just oh, yeah. it feels so different because right. they don't feel as confident and yeah. they're not they don't have the same speed in which that they get into it because they're like and they uh, look up they, they look, look up, up to they remember. look around they yeah. don't make eye contact they're not acting out they're not yeah. dominating the stage as yeah, much yeah, they're yeah. just kind of like. Yeah, so I was um I was at the store the other day and then, like it's just kind of a little more meandering whereas yeah. they the jokes that they do know they're just kind of like hammering Cacao. them out. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I try to do both. I try to because I'm in no particular hurry. Yeah. I like throwing new stuff in there. However, um I do know that when I'm doing new stuff I'm doing this thing like this yeah. look up. I think look up into the right is a tell. Yeah. At the comic. Oh, he forgot what he was supposed to say. I think it's also searching, like, yeah. just the physical location yeah. of, like, <laughs> is the joke written on the top of my head somewhere? It's just like, yeah, yeah it's somewhere up there, and I keep yeah. I keep that one joke in this this shelf over here, yeah, and yeah, then yeah. This, sh- this joke is here. So I think there is, like, a memory thing of just, like, totally. like, okay, this is the order of my set, and this is where things are. And so yeah. sometimes you do that searching to try to get a hold of. Yeah. You memorize all your stuff, right? I never see you with a pad or no. I I used to do that when I first started. I had the either the the notepad. I had a little notepad with um just the the titles of a joke is like yeah. you know dating or something or right. like shopping or something. Yeah. Um, and then I used to go to do my phone like okay, and then it was just kind of like it was like a crutch. Like if I I would yeah. try to get through the set without looking at the phone, but the phone was always on the stool right here just uh, for me to look at. Yeah. And every once in a while I was like, oh, I ran out of things to talk about or I don't, my memory's kind of faulty. So then yeah. I look over, I'm like, oh yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I realized like that really takes the wind out of your set. Like yeah. people, cause in comedy you're really trying to build some tension yeah. and like relieve the tension. And you see certain comedians like uh, Anthony Jeselnik, he's yeah. really good at that where you just kind of see how deliberate he is in right. trying to like, you know, he really silences the room. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, this is the next joke. And then he'll yeah. go into it and then you get a huge punch line. Right. And a huge laugh because 
everyone was quiet for like 20 seconds. Yeah, and yeah. They were just hanging on his every word of just like, I, I feel uncomfortable in this silence too and just kind of like listening for it. So I realized that when you when you yeah. do something like that where you're yeah. like looking at your phone or doing, it kind of takes out the performance aspect of it. Yeah. yeah. I, fa- I That's every time I go to my phone, I, I just feel like, what am I doing here? Yeah. So I just, I don't, I don't look at it. Yeah. Anymore. But I have seen like professional comedians like, like I've seen um, Sarah Silverman at Oddball Festival where yeah. she had like a notepad. She's performing on yeah. the stage at like Shoreline in front of like hundreds of people. And she has a notepad and she's like, oh, let me try this joke. Wow. And, and it, then it becomes a bit in and of itself yes. of just like, oh, I'm playing the, the, the role of a comedian who's testing their material. And oh, then, and so you, you think can, it was shtick? Yeah, it was a little uh, shtick. But it's also like that is material. I'm sure it will go into some special yeah. or touring or whatever. But you have this safety net of like, like, oh, I'm pulling back the curtains and you can see that I'm testing material. And yeah. then you can always joke about like, you know, you're just like, oh, well, that one didn't work. And you can, you know, yeah. act out, crossing it out and yeah. just being like, why did I think that would work? Like, yeah. you, you kind of break it down. It's yeah. no longer like a performance where people. The fourth it. wall is shattered. Exactly. People, it, when something bombs, they, they feel bad for you. They're like, oh, yeah. God, this is not. But when you're when you show that you're in control and you're like, no, I'm just testing material. This doesn't yeah, yeah. mean anything. to yeah, me. Yeah. I don't care if this bombs. What about vaginas? You know, yeah, yeah. is there anything funny about this? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You just start going through it. I, I saw Jesselnik recently and he, yeah. he did. He had a pad of paper and he was just yeah. reading off of it. And he did the same bit where he's like, yeah. he goes, he, he'll, he'll, he didn't even say anything. He just looks around and then he goes, check. Yeah, yeah. But I was kind of, I knew, I, I know Jesselnik is, I guess what you, I don't, I don't know if they're categories, but he's a, write, he's a writer. He's a writer. I and think he's one of the best joke writers right now. Yeah. Um, but I, and this is something I've been kind of thinking about is like, uh, the different styles of stand-up comedy yeah. and how you can achieve laughter and punchlines and stuff. Yeah. And I realized that he's he's great at what he does. He's like yeah. the best joke writer in, right now, in my yeah, opinion. Yeah. But it's just one style. And yes. it's just the catch people off by surprise with the most like... Taboo. Taboo. Yeah, he's a taboo Absurd yeah. or morbid punchline. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like... I don't know about for the audience because they seem to laugh every time, but I start breaking down the formula. Like, yeah. it's just like, oh, I know where he's going with this. Like, yes. Almost every time. Like, oh, well. You're jumping ahead. Yeah. I'm just like, oh, yeah. the neighbor is, yeah, has, you know, yeah. Alzheimer's. And then yeah, you're yeah, just yeah. like, oh, well, the, the priest is a pedophile. You just yeah, kind of yeah. start doing all the notes and like of the math of like, oh, I can see that he's going for the most logical thing that's like, you know, really offensive to yeah. someone who might be offended by that so i i was i wasn't that impressed with yeah. it because <laughs> well first off he pulled out the paper maybe like five seven minutes in and, and yeah here's the thing this is where i'm going to get a little bit uh i'm, I'm going to sound like a normie okay. in complaining about comedy yeah, yeah so i went down to uh comedy store a couple weeks back and okay i didn't even realize they break it down they have original room and they have belly room um, belly room and main stage so um i was there with the wife and some friends yeah and so i go oh well let's get main room because that's probably it's main room it was it was 50 dollars per per seat okay which is yeah that's like that's concert well not i guess that's not concert money but it's that's a two drink minimum and a two drink minimum right so i'm i'm going wow but then um, Adam Carolla went up. Yeah. Jesselnik went up. Um, Leo, Theo Vaughn went up. Um, yeah. 
the guy, I think the guy who won the night was a guy named Drew Lynch. Okay. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if you're yeah. familiar with him. Uh, I've, he I've stutters. seen some his, of his videos before. Yeah, his yeah, claim yeah. to fame was he actually was got... Was he on, like, Last Comic Standing or something He like went that? the route of America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. That's what it was. And then. he got the... I think he got the Golden Buzzer okay. first performance. Okay. Um, He destroyed the room. He sucked okay. the oxygen out of the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every other... What I would call the the A list guys yeah, went yeah. up and oh and there was one the gal who opened and was hosting and I I feel so bad I forgot her name because I really wanted to go watch more on her but I, I yeah. forgot her name yeah but she killed too yeah um it's very important to remember the names of female comics it's so important because yeah, when people ask you you need to at least have one you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's right yeah well Maria Bamford I I mean yeah she's my I, I really I love like her. Sarah Silverman and yeah, I like uh, Silverman too. Other ones too, and other <laughs> ones too. Yeah, as you look at the camera. <laughs> yeah, I like Sarah I really Silverman like, uh, and so many more. Beth Stelling is another one that's great. I don't yeah. know if you're familiar, familiar with her. her. Um, yeah, we you know There's I'm a not. Ton. I, I'm not. This is like a hostage Wong. situation. No, yeah. no, this is not hostage. Not for yeah. me. Um, but yeah, so she she did really good, and Drew Lynch definitely took the day. But yeah, with Adam Carolla and. Jesselnick, I just I felt kind of offended that they were pulling out papers, yeah, and and testing jokes. And I go, wait a minute, you're main stage right now. Take that shit to the original room, Tiger. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, like yeah that's yeah. what I was. That's yeah. what I was thinking. But uh, I don't know. I guess it's that's just the process. That's comedy, right? Yeah. So yeah. they get up there. Was the lineup do. such that it was you know Drew closed out the show because that's no more. Um, the guy who closed was Theo Vaughn. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah his yeah. act was just incoherent. <laughs> what's being said right now i, I laugh at the guy all the time yeah, yeah. On i love theo Vaughn. i love yeah. his podcast i, I, I watch uh, i think he's a funny he's a fucking funny guy oh i'm sure uh, i didn't understand a damn thing he yeah. said that night <laughs> <laughs> i don't know if it's because he was headliner and i had drinks in me but yeah, yeah. i was like people were laughing i go i don't know what did he just yeah. what did he just say i, I it, always but the, the thing with that is i wonder how far back the storyline or the bit goes because i i can i've had yeah. that moments where um the audience will go and maybe even recently, I think you were there, where they're just like, what the fuck are you talking about? And I'm really? like... Really? Yeah, where you just, you're like three minutes into a bit, and you uh. realize, and you can feel it too. You're like, oh, people are only getting on board like two minutes in. They just, they didn't hear the first two minutes, or oh. they're like, there's they maybe were processing something I said earlier, or they they there's something in the room. That's where, like, if you're a, a more experienced comic, you would, like, address the room, or you'd be yeah. like... Uh, Oh yeah, you guys didn't hear the premise that yeah, you guys yeah. are so lost. Let me let me catch you back on that. And like yeah, you yeah. Circle yeah. back, or you do something that lets the audience know that you know what's going on. Uh, and uh, I don't, I did not do that, and I was just too far into a bit where, by the time you get to the punchlines, uh, like it requires knowing all the stuff at the beginning. Uh, so I was, always, I'm curious if like that was the case with the Vaughn's bit, or he was just a rambling Southerner the whole time. He was a rambling Southerner. Okay. And he uses a lot of like um, obscure statements. I think the yeah. camera just did something. Oh, we're back. Okay. Goodness gracious. So Man, we had a, a little happened. blackout period. A lot, ha lot happened. No, no, audio. Everyone was still listening. Oh, no. Yeah. So audio is always the safety net in podcasting. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So the audio I really only listen to podcasts. Like, I, I know that most of the podcasts I listen to have a video component, but I rarely... My preference would be audio. Yeah. But I really want to figure out how to build out all the multimedia stuff for sure yeah, yeah, yeah. so uh, i'm trying to it's easier to share clip like uh, video clips too like i think that's a good way like i notice a lot of the podcasts i listen to will like do instagram or twitter and they'll share like 
a video clip of like just a punchline or something yes. or just a funny moment yes. and that kind of promotes people 100% to go listen to the the audio so IGTV Okay. Old man McCarran just figured it out last week. Okay. So I'm going to start pumping content. To I have IGTV. no idea what that is. I actually don't have an Instagram account. Good for you. Yeah. You know, we could talk about that for days, <laughs> but t- before I, I don't want to let go of the topic of um, meandering or, or losing the, the whole reason I named this podcast. Am I making sense? Yeah, yeah. Because I had the same moment you just I think described. Theo Vaughn was having that moment on that. St- he was maybe he was for a guest on your podcast without even realizing he perhaps was, am I making sense up here? Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. But no, I think part of the thing is, is he throws out word salads. Okay. And uh, I think a lot of people it connects with. At yeah, times. yeah. And then just that night, for whatever reason, I, I was just there the whole time. Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> so yeah, I didn't yeah. really, it was, I, for that night, it wasn't, it wasn't for me. Yeah. Um, but like I said, no one was really wrecking the room that night. Yeah. It was only Drew Lynch and he was like, it was another level. Yeah. Um, he just had, it felt like every three words people were laughing. Yeah. He, he just ha- would have to stop and let everyone catch their breath, which right. I recently saw Jim Brewer. Yeah. I, yeah. I won't shut up about uh, that Jim <laughs> Brewer concert. Where'd you see him? I saw him at the Catalyst in Santa Cruz. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, And that dude, it was like, he opened moderately to where I'm I'm laughing. Because we had yeah, seen, yeah. I think, a week or two before, we had seen um, Mark Norman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who, he did really good the night yeah. we, we were there. And, and I that listened was good to last. your podcast episode with him. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot, a lot right. of fun listening to that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, funny guy. Yeah. I'm so happy he did I liked podcast. how he brought up his insecurities with his uh, latest late night set, too. I know that's yeah, crazy. Yeah. Right. I was like, he's a killer, and he's yeah, still yeah, worried yeah. about these. Things. I watched that set, and I, I actually thought this. His energy seems different on that set, and I was oh. like, I wonder if Mark is disappointed with this set or something. It was great jokes and stuff. Wow! So you felt it too. I felt that uh, he didn't have his normal Mark Norman cadence and okay. energy, where he's just like, you know, he just. He mm. does that thing, and like you know, we watched him for what, like forty-five minutes yeah, to an yeah. hour. So you kind of get a gist of how he performs and stuff. Yeah. And if you watch all his late night, he's he's a great joke writer, and he's he, like, he has killer late night sets. Uh, probably one of the better joke writers on late night sets. Yeah. Um, but I think comparatively to his other sets, there yeah. was a little bit of a dip in his energy. Oh, interesting. And uh, I think he mentioned this on other podcasts, but like you could tell that. He was getting a lot of uh, applause breaks oh. on his jokes. Okay. Um, so it was just kind of like... Too much, maybe? Too, too much. much applause breaks and not enough laughter. Uh. Where he, I think he was like, oh, crap, this is... It's like too long. People are just like uh, agreeing with it. Or yeah. like it's getting to the point of like, uh, I'd rather just have people laugh at it, I right. think. So right. it's just, I think it got... Maybe broke his cadence, or I think he was sick when he was on the late night Could be. episode or whatever. Um, so it definitely changed his like energy he did the jim norton um and yeah, sam yeah. someone podcast last week yeah, yeah. and who he talked about, about sam and uh, yeah who ca- exactly <laughs> and he talked about his seinfeld experience yeah yeah, yeah. and that was really interesting yes yeah did yeah. you listen to that already? i didn't listen to that i listened okay. to him talk about it on tuesday with Stor- his his podcast okay. with joe list he talked about i still gotta get that to that yeah, yeah. that's on my um yeah yeah, yeah so <clears throat> it's probably similar story. i think it's the same yeah, thing yeah. yeah about how um he walked <laughs> off. 
and then he had to walk back on. Yeah, so even as like an open micer, I was like, that's got to be the wrong move. That why are you <laughs> Why are you listening to a gaffer? Yeah, like you can't. You should be probably go back out there. Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm just like, who that, are you? I'm like, you've done stand up for so such and so long. So I'm like, I I get why maybe Seinfeld was maybe PO'd oh, about yeah. it or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that just ruins the energy. Like, it just lets the audience know, okay, this is not as professional as I thought it was. Oh yeah, it yeah. kind of pulls the veal on like all these comics they know what to do they know yeah. how to come out and whatever yeah so when he went back out i was like oh god i know where this story is going. Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. not going to be like no. and seinfeld was like you you did the right thing mark thank you for filling in for i know me. And i was like <laughs> like that's not where that story was going well especially since he said no lights yeah no looking at your watch no yeah. you should know you should have a sense of time yeah which i find <sighs> very difficult to do so no who so can I do that and I also was trying to figure out what actually happened in that story. Like, it sounded like he did the right amount of time. Yeah. But Seinfeld was maybe just running a tad late or something. Yeah. The, the one I listened to him, he said he probably only came up, if anything, a minute short. He minute said, short? I probably yeah, walked yeah. back out at 14 minutes. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you're at, if you're asked to do 15 and you walk off on 14, yeah. Um, maybe Seinfeld, you know, that's not precision form, but that's, I yeah, mean, yeah. you did your job. Yeah, yeah. And I, think I think the human biological clock, can you really discern a minute? I don't know. Yeah. Evidently, you know, Seinfeld. I have can. no idea how long we've been talking. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so 30 minutes, 30 33 minutes. Yeah, it feels longer, you know? It feels longer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not in a black truck. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so getting back to your thing about uh, the bit not, not coming together. So I, yeah. I'm very familiar with that. Because towards the end of one of my sets, I just, I just, I, am I making any sense? Yeah. I had to verbalize it. Yeah, yeah. And then I walked off. That was, was that pre this podcast or? It was pre. Okay. That's where this podcast the came from. Because I walked off and I knew I was literally probably. It's an origin story. Oh, it's an origin story. Yeah. It was probably, uh, I was a week away from starting to record with people. Okay. Because I was already talking with the guys, you know, Jacob and. Yeah. Um, Derek and whatnot. I go, I, I want a podcast. I, we, we need a podcast and I want to yeah. get other comics on. So I was literally a week away and I got off and I go, am I making any sense? Yeah. And then I got off and I go, am I making sense? I go, oh shit. And then the next day I woke up and I go, I think that's going to be the title of the podcast. And then yeah. I started Googling, couldn't find shit. Yeah. No podcast with this name. And then I kicked it off. Yeah. You know, got the website going, um, went to iTunes, all this and that. Within about a month, Fucking, do you know who Sam Harris is? The uh, is he he's a philosopher? He's a philosopher, basically. Okay. He's a neuroscientist, but he's okay. He, he has a podcast and he's on Rogan a lot. Yeah, he's a controversial guy, actually. Is he's he very like controversial. Very like, is he kind of like a Richard Dawkins type? Yeah, guy. Yeah, I would categorize him as that uh, yeah. a guy who would Likes you would consider. He, you know, and his argument is very smarmy. You know, okay. he's like uh, he never he never gets emotional about anything. He's always talking. Yeah. Like this. Anyway, long story short, he renamed his podcast yeah. to Making Sense. Uh, so man. mine is literally M I Making Sense. Yeah, yeah. So he typed his that name into iTunes and he was like, Who's this Matthew McCarran asshole? And exactly. then he, he was like, All right, making sense. He stole it. Yeah, yeah. Right. I'm telling you, he's no, he didn't say <laughs> it. Uh but I, I saw that and I go, fuck. Yeah. And so now if you write Am I making sense in any of the search engines? The first thing to pop up, okay. Sam Harris making sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But and then you, you got to keep scrolling down. Do you have the web page? I no, because Maybe my web page uh, is my um my name. Oh my yeah, account. I wish you had to make. Then you can hold it hostage. I could know. hold. Well, no, I think I can hold it hostage because once you put it on the RSS feed, 
yeah, the titles out there oh. to Google and all them. So I'm sure the dates are all there, and yeah. it is a different title. The yeah. problem is, I think the way these search engines work, um, it's close enough okay. to where they're always going to drop Sam Harris. On top of me. Uh, we got to change that, that with this episode. Uh, yeah, <laughs> this episode we, we got to do change something. Everything. You know, there's got an undercover story, something. Yeah, yeah I got to figure secrets. Out that. No, no, uh, but I, you know, eventually I got to figure out the whole SEO thing. Okay, what is that? Search engine optimization. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. because I'm not too familiar with uh, the world of Google and its algorithms and. Ashwin, what's going on? You're, you're living in the you're living in the Bay Area. You're a millennial. But, uh, you absolutely. I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> I uh, I don't have running water. I, I'm just. Uh, I've wiped my ass with porcupines. Yeah, yeah, I kind of live in this kind of situation. This uh, yeah. this bunker that you have going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah the yeah. meth lab bunker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so I think that's great. Social media. So here's the thing. I feel obligated, being on the scene or whatever, yeah. that. Uh, I need to do promotion. And obviously with this thing, I feel I need to promote also. Yeah. But I hate social media. Yeah. It causes me so much anxiety every time I, I log in to post. Because what happens is it's never, oh, I log in and then I post um, a link. Yeah. Or I, I log in and I do this or that. It's always I log in, I put the link in the clipboard, and I yeah. all I have to do is a control V. Yeah. But then I scroll through a little bit. What's going here? What's going here? And then yeah. like five minutes go by. Ten minutes. I go, Grr! Yeah. Why am I looking at other people's stuff right yeah, now? I need yeah. to be posting this link. I feel like I have a healthy level of disconnect from social media. Like That's it, awesome. I think a lot of people, it riles up emotions. And uh, yeah. for whatever reason, I don't really get that. Like yeah. sometimes I'll read something and I'm, especially on uh, like you see public posts are from like actual promotional pages or yeah. newspapers or something or political videos or the Daily Show mm. or something like that. And you see these arguments people have and you're like, wow, it's just like, I wish there was a mediator between these two people because they're really talking past each other. No one's really understanding each other's points. Yeah. But I'm just more fascinated by it than like feeling like, oh God, these fucking people just don't know how to talk. And like, and like really, you know, diving deep into like the kind of the emotional response of like, oh, I, I hate what they're saying or something like that. I, I, I like reading all that stuff. Well, No, there's definitely entertainment value. I think the thing that really gets me is there's two things. One, I'm wasting my time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And uh, at my age, I just feel like every minute should be used with some level of precision. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, number one, I've wasted time. So, I'm yeah. mad at myself for that. And then number two, I think there's a, a psychological um, thing of comparing. Okay. Saying, yeah, 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 yeah. well, oh, man, these guys have a podcast and, you know, they're getting whatever as many viewers and then right like this, and this, this they got you know fucking mark norman on their podcast and i, I know this is who do i have norman, yeah. yeah my yeah. goodness uh so yeah it's it's a comparative thing or i'll see people getting showcases yeah, yeah. and i you know I, i'm not get, but i'm at this point i'm not even worried about that i just need mic time like yeah, whether yeah. the time is a showcase or an open mic i don't care i need mic time but anyway so yeah. i let that play head games in me but the actual banter i like but here's what i'll say yeah I have a pretty hard stance, hot take okay. coming at you, Ashwin. Look out. Yeah. Uh, I feel if you're debating someone mm -hmm. in a social media thread, yeah, it's um, it's actually it's lower lower than insignificant, lower than it's the, the lowest thing. Like yes. because you have no skin in the game. No. A debate on a social media thread. Yeah. Like have a con wh how are you going to talk face to face with that individual you're talking with? 
Yeah. I've never had a debate on a social media thread, and I always look at the people who are engaging in it, yeah. and I just want to tell either one of them, like, you do realize nobody cares yeah. other than you two, yeah. and it, it looks bad. It just yeah. looks bad because, like, you just see – and it's always, it was always funny. It's always funny when you see it's on a post of something like yeah. almost irrelevant. Like yes. It's just someone yes. like, oh, you know, I celebrated Thanksgiving with my parents. Yeah. And then like someone's like, you know, Thanksgiving is this yeah, you know, yeah, horrible yeah. tradition. Yeah. And they go, well, no, I think it's about family. And then yeah. you just start arguing. Yeah. And the, the person is just like awkwardly in that because it's their post or whatever. Oh, yeah. But like nobody actually cares other than you two. And I yeah. feel like, why don't you just take this, you know, in real life yeah. and just have this conversation. Meet at a coffee shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't And don't film it and put it on Facebook either. No. Like, because nobody no. wants to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they get the sense of like, oh, I, if I can just, you know, win this argument, yeah. then I can show everyone who feels the same way as this person or has this perspective that. It's know, a big time pissing yeah. contest. But nobody's ever changed anyone's mind. No. no. No one's ever changed any mind. But yeah. see, here's the other aspect of it. I think that there are some trolls who are really good. Yeah. yeah. And those are the people that actually entertain me and I laugh a lot because yeah. I kind of know, I go, I think this person is just getting kicks. Sure. But in this day and age, can you can you tell the trolls apart? Because it's so hard for um, me nowadays because it's just like, are you facetiously putting on this front that this is your belief or are you actually like that dumb or, you know, that there malicious. was this guy, and he was tech. He was a professional troll, so he has a YouTube following, a Twitter following, and he always comes in with absurd, super yeah. absurd. Like I would almost call him an entertainer. Okay, yeah, yeah. But he was part of the um, anonymous community, the hacker <laughs> community, yeah, um, yeah. back in the. Uh, They're greatly missed. Yeah, greatly missed. Yeah. Uh, so he was kind of part of that, and he. Um, so he did hacks too. He okay. was a technology guy, but he was yeah, more yeah. known for trolling and just saying crazy like Holocaust denier stuff right. and. All By the way, I would never want to shit on them if they're listening, because uh, I'm oh, sure they'll get my bank lot. routing number and uh, yeah. really fuck my shit up. So I don't. They wanna, can. Yeah, they can. But this guy, so this guy has spent time in jail, actually. Oh, okay. In solitary confinement. Yeah. Because something he did, and it was literally he was it was part of a prank he was doing. He pulled, yeah, he, just a prank, some, bro. Yeah, he pulled some numbers or something from it was AT and T. Okay. Whenever you fuck with Ma Bell, yeah, yeah. they're going to get the feds involved, and it was yeah. it was a minor hack. It wasn't. No one was really harmed in it. He just got some data okay. by um, changing some numbers. And anyway, so he's yeah, been yeah. in jail. But I've seen him, and he's since he's been in jail, it's hard to judge because I think you could really snap if you're in that scenario. So I sure. think he's really taken on the thing of the troll yeah, and the <laughs> just the really severely counterculture guy. Yeah. And um, so I think an entertainer, if you take a Bill Burr or yeah. whatever, and you put him in a panel – or you put them in um, just a conversation yeah. with a news person who's going to try and get them and yeah, say, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. He's just a cat playing with it. It's, you could tell on his face he's yeah. never taking it personal. Yeah, yeah. And he's just playing <laughs> a game, right? Yeah, yeah. But this guy, I forgot his name, so it's so out of context. Yeah, but anonymous. this guy who was um, yeah, part of all this, when I see, yeah. whenever I've seen him on panel, like he gets really fired up yeah. and emotional, and I go – that seems real. So is so to your point. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he this trolling a performance right now? artist, yeah. or is is his is he really adopted the mask yeah. of this troll guy, and yeah. he actually feels the emotion and his blood pressure goes up? And I think, and it's hard to say because you know who knows what's real anymore. Yeah, especially in this, in this day, day and age. age, like there's these news articles about just these Russian bots, right? So yes. they're like infiltrating. 
I mean, how much time does the, the Russian populace have, by the way, that they're just like spending their time know. on American Facebook, just starting arguments between different groups and stuff? Yeah, it's a good life. And so, uh, yeah, I, I mean, that, that, that seems like a that seems like a good job to have, where you're just on the internet. Just I, I think you just said it. I think yeah. it's a job. I think some of yeah. them are getting paid. Yeah, it's, it's they have a pension and they're like, yeah, you, you know, they have a job performance <laughs> what did you, review. Grandpa, like, hey, what did uh, you do for a living? You are not very convincing as a troll this week. You yeah, know, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to start talking about it, and you know, maybe yeah. you have to. You're be on better. a performance improvement plan. Yeah, yeah, Vlad. <laughs> yeah, uh, so he, I, I think he has kind of taken on this persona, and it does bother him. But you, you take yeah. a guy like a Bill Burr or whoever yeah. else who's kind of controversial, and when they get in a panel or they get always contrarian, he always has contrarian. The, yeah, yes, yeah. So whatever it is, but he's having fun with it. Yeah, it's it, but he always has the most like he always surprises you with his contrarian angle. Yeah, like I've seen him on so many things, and like have you watched Kill Tony before? Yeah, it's so I watched that episode. So you would think. It's internet famous, that episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where he yeah, tries to defend the guy <laughs> yes, who did so yeah, horrible, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, the guy yeah. who did a terrible And he job. just shits on Tony. Like, yeah. that's his... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you think a guy like Bill Burr, who's like, you know, the top of the top comedians working today, that he would be like, you know, he would want to defend the craft of stand-up comedy and be like, oh, man, you guys you guys have been doing it seven years? Like, yeah, seven yeah. years, ten years doing yeah, stand-up? You're, you have no future, guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're not doing well. You would think yeah. he would just decimate these these yeah, comedians because yeah. he especially coming from like the tough crowd like patrice o'neill kind oh, yeah, of yeah. crew you would think he would destroy it but he, he flips it completely yes. 180 and he's just like why, why are you why are you shitting on these guys they're yeah, just yeah. open micers like yeah, yeah, yeah. like you're a, this is you're a professional comedian this is your job yeah. you just you just bring up guys and you just take them down like what about you let's what about your job and he yeah. just completely turns around and it's just funny and how you know, it's he, I think one of his things was like, no one can be funny in one minute. I can't yeah. be funny in one minute. <laughs> yeah, 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 and then yeah. and then Tony was, no, people do it. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting one. That one got awkward. <laughs> yeah, right? there was a lot of tension because I was like, I think he's shitting on Tony. Oh, one hundred percent he was. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent he was. Yeah. But see, Bill's done that to so many people. Yeah, in so, so many different. So industries. he managed to be true to himself. Yeah, contrarian. Yeah, and completely just like catches people off guard in his take. A master. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A master. Yeah. Some people get old in the way that they, you're just like, oh, I, I know how, so, yeah. you know, so-and-so is going to, yeah. you know, you can kind of take at any topic and be like, oh, I know how so-and-so would talk about this topic. But yeah. I think Bill Burr just, he just has different, you know, he goes sensitive when you think he's going to go dark. And yeah, yeah. he's just like sentimental when you think he's just going to make some yeah. off-color remark, but he's just, yeah. So actually speaking of that, so I get very uncomfortable watching uh, kill Tony for yeah. for all the reasons you just said. I yeah. think it's but you watch a lot of. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I that's the one podcast of that crew down there who I, yeah. I haven't listened to a lot of because it seems mean spirited. You yeah. know, I, I never got into these game shows like The Apprentice or um, yeah, what's the other one? Um, Shark Tank. Yeah, because yeah, I yeah. think I watch lots of Shark Tank. Though. Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It seems a little cruel to me. It it, it definitely is, but I just like the idea of. I'm very interested in how things work. Oh. So you always see, I always, you know, you always see these businesses, right? Yeah. You see these small businesses or these like companies that get started. And I'm always curious, like, what was the work that went into it? Because at some point this person had a nine to five job. Yeah. And then, so I like seeing the foundations of that. And I feel yes. like Shark Tank is a great, like, you know, people come in where they're like, you know, they're getting a few sales, but they're not, 
fucking Microsoft or something. Yes. So it's just like it's it's cool to see somewhere in between where it's like, yeah, I have a million dollars in revenue, but uh, I've never heard of their product. I've never yeah. seen it. And yeah. then it's just like, well, how did you come up with this product? And like yeah. just the fact that they literally like, you know, called up someone in China. They gave them some drawings and like they're manufacturing it. And they're talking about, oh, this is our profit margins. I For whatever reason, I find that really interesting. Yeah. Because it's just like, oh, I, I but I can tell the sharks, some of the sharks, when they know they're not going to go you know yeah. make an offer they'll just tear down people I or know. they're just like and it's it's uh gratuitous right yes yeah yeah. yeah yeah so i haven't i haven't watched it's i shouldn't be commenting on these since i don't really watch them but yeah i get the gist and i've seen a clip here and there and i just go the market kind so when it comes to a product yeah ultimately the market does decide it's it's what's that called darwinian yeah as is art. Survival of the fittest. Art's the yeah. same way, and comedy falls under art. Any creative process is like Darwinian. Like, you know, it's not for me to tell someone they're a bad painter. Yeah. I should never say that. Yeah. They can paint till the day they die and never paint a good painting. Yeah. But if it means something to them, yeah. then so be I'd it. I'd like to see a Kill Tony for artists, though, where did someone just comes up and they have their... Well, so they do. That premise kind of is being done at really? DNA La- Comedy Lab. Oh, okay. So DNA Comedy Lab, they do a swap meet art roast. Okay. I think it's a roast. Yeah, I might yeah. misspeak. If there's any Santa Cruz people listening to this, okay. I know I there are I gotta check aren't. this out. I haven't seen um, it. Yeah, I forget what days they do it, but they'll bring in, I'm guessing... The they artist br- and the piece of oh, art. Oh, no, no, not the artist. Oh, uh, okay. Just I would art- love to see the artist <laughs> oh, come geez. in and just shit. Oh, <laughs> Oh no! Because I, I love shitting on art sometimes, where I'm yes. just like, I go through a museum and I, and you always see the price tag in these situations, and yeah. you're like, "There's no logical way." That's what I don't like about art, and what I like about yeah. stand-up is that it's a stand-up is much closer to a meritocracy, where you're yeah. like, "Well, there's objectivity to it." There definitely is, because um, some like, comics you can put into any room. Yeah, like I have full faith if Jim Brewer to walk into Caravan on its yeah. worst night. Yeah. He would level the five people. Chappelle is going to murder anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you know, you see these comics who, if you name your favorite comedians, it's not like, oh, I've never heard of that. It's like, oh, my favorite is Louis and Bill Burr and Chappelle. And you're like, those are all the guys who are the best at it and the most popular at it. So that Venn diagram is much closer. Whereas with like, you know, modern art or just like, you know, who knows how it works? Like, I don't know how it works. Yeah. So that's it doesn't appeal to me in that sense of just like how did you figure out this is good art or that it's worth anything at all or anything like that. So I think there's a lot of baloney behind it. Yeah, that's what I think so too. That's yeah. uh there was a um documentary called My Kid Could Do That or My Kid <laughs> Can Draw That. Yeah. And I think it, I may have heard of it. I don't think I've actually watched it. It was uh talk about an awkward documentary. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Yeah. It's been out for over a decade, so I don't, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Spoiler alert. Um, ultimately, um, there was a kid who was supposedly a savant. Okay. <laughs> and they were putting out art. Yeah. And some of it was really amazing. Yeah. Um, cut to the end. Yeah. The dad was doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so then people started catching on. Yeah, yeah. And they had. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, forgetting, I'm forgetting how the how the shit went, but ultimately, uh, well, that's they put like every school project. Yeah, <laughs> you're just oh, like, dude. Well, that's amazing. Holy shit! Oh, you built here a in the Bay Area, life size. 
yes airplane you know it's just like yeah. it's a working uh, search engine yeah how exactly. did you come up with that and it's like they're uh, like goo goo gaga <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like uh you know uh we a lot the of kid baby just mozart <laughs> like, yeah. oh okay. <laughs> yeah so uh <laughs> that doesn't that's not unheard of i think <laughs> yeah so but what ended up happening is these legitimate news agencies like um, yeah like you know um 2020 yeah or they would send in camera crews to watch this kid paint. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was just shitty, shitty finger painting, yeah. shitty art. And the dad, you could see there was like little beads of sweat. But yeah, here's yeah. what's crazy. This is where it gets really awkward. Yeah. The wife wasn't in on the joke. Oh, no. <laughs> so she was defending oh the child and the dad. Yeah. So as a mother and a wife yeah. would. So when as did they get divorced? What was, the, <laughs> was that covered in no, the documentary? No, that wasn't covered, but I'm sure they... Yeah. You know what? I would love to see a post-documentary, because yeah. the, the kid has to be in her 20s by what now. What a great divorce story, though. Yeah. Like, because, uh, you know, most marriages fall apart because of, you know, financial reasons or yeah, emotional, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah cheating or whatever. Yeah. You know, uh, my husband... <laughs> <laughs> he painted our son as this great artist, and he was yeah. actually doing the yeah. art. And it was it was pretty decent for a five year old, but right. you know, our five year old was that. So yeah, anyway, so, so they're catching this kid do stuff that's shitty, but yeah. the the critics, yeah, the shitty painting, yeah, were still saying, "Oh well, you see, the stroke looks so uh, fucking." <laughs> I don't like that, you know. And, but then other critics, to their defense, there were some critics who said, "No, this is." You know, this is a child's finger painting. Yeah. But then there were critics. So they, so. That reminds me of like in like school where people, uh, when you do liter literary analysis, when you're just okay. like, oh, what does, what does this mean in The Great Gatsby or whatever? Oh, you right, start, right. you start picking upon like symbols and stuff. Yeah. I, and I get that authors will take some time to like really put in some backstory and symbolism and mm -hmm. all these things. But there's. I feel like there is a certain level where it's like, this is extraneous details where it's yes. like, they just, you know, he was wearing a blue suit and then people go, oh, well, the blue suit meant oh. that he had a reluctancy about, and I'm like, this is You're projecting a little bullshit. bit there, like, English I, I, teacher. And I always, I was like, I don't know, it was always students that were oh. just like trying to like paint themselves as very like intellectual or this, yeah. you know, cerebral and thinking about all these things. And uh, what I always hated was the the teacher would never. I was I always thought the teacher would like <laughs> rein in. Someone stop this! Like yeah. they would be yeah, like, yeah. "All right, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe the uh, what uh. they're wearing isn't you know relevant yeah. to the backstory or the deep character analysis." But no teacher, uh, never in history, would be like, "You're full of shit, Johnny." Like that's not that's not what yeah, you yeah. know fucking Scott Fitzgerald meant by that and there are no wrong answers yeah so but in this case you're wrong yeah there there's <laughs> definitely wrong interpretations of yes. art i believe yeah yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. i feel like critics they go they they're all just those students here's another hot school. take yeah sommeliers have been scientifically proven oh, to be yeah. bullshit artists <laughs> yes so if anyone tells you they know a better wine from yeah. a cheaper wine they're bullshitting a, you i had a wine tasting experience and i don't want to paint myself as the type of guy who okay <laughs> these things uh, you know were you eating brie on crackers <laughs> while you were tasting yes, wine i was in a in a in a wife beater <laughs> in my house yeah well most of my wife beaters have mustard stains on oh, them as so they should i i don't appreciate you going through my closet but <laughs> Uh, I went it's what I do when I'm not podcasting. I was in wine country because it was just, uh, you know, you, you get to that age with your friends and you're yeah, like, yeah, we haven't done that yet. So yeah. let's, let's, it's stupid, yeah. let's, but we know that it's stupid. So right. let's agree to do it yes. with that understanding. 
No he, one take this serious. No, Pinky and, promise. And we went to a winery, and um, you know they have those wines set up and the little cards and stuff. And uh, oh. the guy was like, you know, he handed us the thing, Molière, whatever. And he's like, oh, oh, this one's uh, this is earthy and oaky, and uh, this one is fruity, and uh, these notes, right? <laughs> these and ones then, are spermy. And then uh, <laughs> he he stopped talking for a while while we were drinking, and he was like, oh. Uh, I actually got the cards mixed up, and then uh. he like moved them around. And dur- obviously, during that time, whenever he's saying like earthy and whatever, you have all these other couples around us going like, "Oh yeah, I can taste the earthiness." And it's like you get called out on your bullshit when that mistake oh. becomes evident. Where it's just like, no, th- it wasn't yeah. any of those things. You were the blue coat means nothing. Yeah, no, the blue coat <laughs> means nothing. <laughs> Fucking just stop being an asshole in English class and just admit. That I don't know. This he was just like describing wine. surroundings. Yeah, that's all that was happening yes. right there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I think I think uh, I I don't know. I've never bought into the whole wine thing. No, I, I'm like, look, guys, why are we drinking alcohol here? Yeah, what is the purpose of alcohol? Does it taste I feel good? a little bit better. Yeah. I feel a little bit better with alcohol in me. I feel a little bit more chatty. Yeah, yeah. and um, you know what? It takes the edge off. If I had a bad day, yeah, as long as that wine, yeah. It makes me feel a little bit lighter. Yeah. It's done its job. It I don't care about the what earth. container it comes in. <laughs> yeah. Box. I don't care glass. about the, the grape that had to die. Yeah, yeah. Or where it was aged, or what kind of barrel it was yeah. in. Just does it have alcohol content? Okay, yeah. sweet. We're in business. Yeah. Give it to me. Yeah. You know, secret. I I don't care if it's from Italy or France or don't what, care. whatnot. No. Yeah. Oh, alcohol content seven point two five percent. Yahtzee. Okay. Yeah. Pour it. <laughs> <laughs> We've got a winner. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's all all nonsense. So yeah. they did the card switch was ultimately the scientific experiment. It was. It was yeah. unintentional, but it showed you who in the room was yeah. bullshitting. Cause oh no! I mean, I mean, literally not in your not just in your scenario, but yeah. when they did the science, that's exactly what they did with the science. Oh. They switched cards oh, the around. One you're, the example you're talking about. Yes. Yeah, 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 so yeah. it was literally a controlled experiment. Yeah. To say, okay, we're gonna have this card, and it's gonna have this wine. Yeah. And they're going to think to confirm it. And then they switch the card and say, oh, my God. But they, what's even more is they brought in people off the street. Yeah. And it was like the detection levels were, it was random. Yeah. It was ultimately random between the sommelier, sommelier yeah. however you say yeah, it, and idea. the dude off the street. Yeah. So there's a whole industry around wine where yeah. people are going to. That guy should lose his license, his his wine tasting license or whatever oh your guy yeah yeah 100 yeah. guy, the guy he who's lying he should have yeah. played it off though yeah i yeah. would have played it off and be like these fuckers they, don't yeah know. no one's gonna be like and you know what they were living the story too yeah because you had yeah. there were some ladies there agreeing right saying yeah yeah, yeah. Mm, yes i can taste is that ash yeah, yeah is there yeah. some ash in here yeah i feel like <laughs> dead remains in here is there yeah i taste the tooth of um uh, a lonely indian yeah, Was this yeah, by yeah. a burial ground? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this tastes like uh, wine. Yeah. You know, just, oh, yeah, yeah. no. There That's are definitely cool. different notes in wine, but I, I wouldn't know how to characterize them and tell yeah. them apart. And the fact that they have to even call them notes yeah, yeah, is already... I, I guess I'm uh, adopting their language. Oh, I've yeah, been, you, you have I've to. I've been, you know... You have to speak the right language. Yeah. And so, yeah, the, the, the fact that to say notes, like as if they're um, conducting a symphony yes. in your mouth. yeah. 
Oh, yeah. the pretentiousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I drink three glasses of wine, I'm not <laughs> I'm not an alcoholic. I'm I'm, I'm creating oh, yeah. a song. <laughs> this, is, this is chords. You know, I'm building a symphony here. This is a, it's going to be a two hour music show. I, I'm writing. Yeah. The, I'm composing the best song ever played. Yes. Yeah, and it's all in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So we're coming up on an hour here, Ashwin. Yeah. Do you got any uh, shit you want to promote? We know that you hate social media, so you're uh, not on social media. I don't have anything to promote. Uh, Good for you. It's the I, holidays. Uh, yeah. I was trying to get on a Rooster Tea Feathers new talent showcase sometime in the upcoming year. Okay. But I know like when you email them, it's, it's, it takes a while to get a response sometimes. But uh, It'll take a few weeks. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. Actually, I'm going up Wednesday. Oh, okay. But definitely get in next um Get in next year because you'll yeah. get in the competition. Oh, so I think okay. the competition starts in January. So what oh, will really? happen, okay. my guess is Heather's going to reply I'm, as if I know her. But yeah. I just, whenever there's a reply, it's from Heather. And I think she yeah, owns yeah. the place. Yeah. Um, but she'll reply probably with something like, well, the contest is starting, whatever, mid-January. Do yeah, you want yeah, a spot so for that? do the new talent showcase or... Yes. Yeah, it'll like, just be combined or something Exactly. Like yeah, so yeah. you'll get your spot for whatever um, it is. And... So you haven't done Rooster Tees yet? Uh, no, I've I've done it in okay. the past before, yeah. but uh, I just kind of did a bunch of showcases recently, like the Hollister show yes. and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, I just don't have anything on my slate, so I was yeah. like, all right, going into New Year, I, I like doing Rooster Tea Feathers. I think that's oh, a, I love it. It's like like a good gauge after doing open mics because I start having open mic brain, where you just like, okay, this is how these are jokes, right? These are yeah. this is the level of laughter you should expect, and yes. like this is the level of timing you should, and then you do Rooster Tea feathers and you're like oh i can't believe i got a laugh on that yeah and you're like fuck i was just gonna move on to the next thing but you kind of have to like change your your pacing so gotta adjust yeah Yeah. no it's a good room good sound system yeah um nice and tight i've only great comics usually in the oh yeah the new talent showcase but also the the guys that they book the professional comedians i think it's definitely um uh, kind of a diamond in the rough in the, in the Bay Area because I think everyone knows Cobbs and Punchline, yeah, these legendary clubs. But yeah. you see some great comedians come through Rooster Teeth Feathers. I think so. Yeah. I think it's a great. It's a historical room. Yeah. I mean, a lot of you know um, Dana Carvey. He yeah, talks yeah, yeah. a lot about. I think um, Christopher Titus might have started. I out. I think Titus. Yeah. Um, definitely. Who else in the Bay would have been through there? Um, I'm forgetting the name of the guy who was on Who's Line in. Is it anyway? Uh, Drew, Drew's, Drew, Drew Carey? No, not Drew Carey. Um, anyway, I, I'm horrible with names. Okay. My yeah, podcast, yeah. it should not only be called Am I Making Sense, it should also be called Am I Making Sense. And who Subtest. are you again? <laughs> what was that guy's name? Yeah. Or I'm forgetting the name, but yeah. <laughs> that should be the story. Yeah. So, cool. You, well, you're going to be at Woodham's tonight, right? I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I will see you there. Yeah. I appreciate the time, my friend. Yeah, this thanks was for good. having me on here. This was a much more complete experience. Yeah, yeah. No one told us to leave after 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. No, this is good. We're going to have to do this again yeah. sometime. I'm I'd trying to, to be on again. This yeah. week, I'm trying to get a couple podcasts out, and then I want to relax for two weeks. And then the second week of January, I got to just start hammering again. Yeah. And start podcasting yeah. in the cave. Well, I appreciate it, man. This was really good. Yeah. And uh, I will see you uh, later tonight. Or actually, even after I stop this, yeah. we're still going to see each other. I actually what forgot I? that it was Monday. Yeah, it's yeah. Monday, unfortunately. Yeah. Cool. So, cool. um, be awesome.